it is <laughs> the fantasy rugby ends. <laughs> My name is Jared Dyke. I wanted to say it's stupid and let's move on, but then you kept going. I'm Ben Glauser. I don't like any way anybody handled that. Collusion. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. We're back to it. Um, I was uh, I was down for the count. Needed to needed to recover, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah. Um, so sucks to have, to have it be around this time of year, though. Yeah. Well, and that was the that was the point. Like, I didn't want to get my mom sick or anything like that. So, of course not. I didn't have COVID or anything, but just right. still, nobody wants to be sick around now. So, no, it sucks. Yeah. So let's do. And it means we get to put a whole bunch of stuff into because we yeah we get the, yeah, we're the cats put a off lot in the one. And, yeah in the one so, <clears throat> bear with us but it'll yeah. be entertaining and, and buckles and up fun. yeah I'll oh. Open up. I'll open them up. I'm unbuckling. Yeah. Drop and trowel, as I do. Find us on your favorite podcast app. Share, download, rate, review. As always, give our good friend George, the fancy rugby geek, um, a bit of support by buying him a coffee or a beer. Indeed. We know he's I'm on late hiatus on until Six Nations-ish time, but yeah. still be charitable around the holidays, as it were. Right. Exactly. He's been so kind throughout the year. Yeah. Year-end bonus for the man. Right. As always, there is no discrimination on this podcast, nor, nor should there be in life or in sports. Um one thing especially you and I talked about sports, like no, especially not sports. Fucking um, yeah, no. But one thing you and I talked about the other week um, was um, obviously there's a new movie coming out called Avatar, which was a good uh, one the first time around, but it might not get the same reaction this time because the director came out and said something really fucking stupid, like not only yeah. stupid, just like asshole, like right. Come yeah. on, and the story's direct. Like I don't get it. How like how is this? still like the first one was like it's i get the visual it, the visuals are cool but the story is so fucking derivative like it's it, yes we've all seen pocahontas we but we know the story right like it's the same fucking story and it but it's always like oh this you know the the, the white man has to be the savior of the like you know from the white man it's like how about right how about we just be dick we don't be dicks <laughs> you know be especially good, when yeah. there's more than enough to go around so I, but yeah so there's that the story kind of I don't get it. I, I remember watching it and being like, why the hell did what what was so special? It was like a same thing with like um knives out. I'm like, what the hell is so special about this? The first one or the new one? I, I haven't seen the new one because the new the one's first better. One I was, the new okay. one's better. Okay. Yeah. The first one I was like, this one's fucking stupid. Yeah, like, no, every, and nothing that was to the it. review from everyone. Yeah. It sucked. But no, the either, new one's better. But, but back to yeah, what was it, James Cameron? Um mm, that one said that in the yeah, the um you know, maybe the indigenous peoples of of the well, previously, you know, America prior to the United States would have uh, fought harder for their land if they had known the the suicide rate of of their descendants. And it's like, mm, nope, that's not no, really that ain't cool, it, man. Ain't it like about we try again? You know, it's like you these people should have fought against. harder to, against us. Like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that not, does not compute, you bro. You don't get to say that. Um, We've we committed atrocities against them. 
Like, they should have fought harder. Fuck you. Yeah. Kind of bullshit. Yeah. Just kind of. Right. Um, and one thing I do want to touch on, because we you know we missed last week. This is what we were right. going to talk about last week. This week, obviously, we got to talk about Benetton. Um, mm. And mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, the rotten yep. banana in the room. That's, and I'm, I just want to say that, you know, because we, we'll move on to rugby stuff, but um, I'm glad they're doing a full investigation and getting like prosecutors involved, it seems like, although I'm not sure how the law works over there, what, what exactly they're doing, but right. it does seem like whether it's legal or, or just within the, um, the union, I don't know, but they're getting people involved. It's not just going to be a, this person's punished. He says an apology and that's it. Like they're going to do, they're looking into, cause there's obviously systemic stuff. Systemic, so yeah. a full investigation is absolutely the way to go. As long as they don't sweep things under the rug, like let's hope they do it right. But it's the right, it's the right choice. Yeah. Agreed. I feel like it's easier to sweep it under the rug. If you had just said, Always. Oh, he apologized and, or, you know, if we find him or, or suspended it and both and yeah. Always easier to do that, but it's nice that they're, not yeah. doing it so, in such a manner. They're right. It should never out. have happened. It should never have been like a um something that would should be within the cult. Like it shouldn't have been even thought to be acceptable. You know, mm-hmm. in fact, the players laughed at. It. Like it, this isn't good. No, no good, man. No good. And then don't forget that we have a Patreon for you all to subscribe to. And lakes have been up. Boom bust is up finally. Um, yeah, another topsy turvy. I'm still playing catch up over here. Yeah, me too. I haven't gotten the sheet updated for for this yeah. week. I will. But um, by say, the time. I'm sure that'll be out soon. Yeah, out in time. But we did get that was that last one was almost fully updated with with no real blips. Right. The only the only glitches are minutes. And right, who really well, gives a shit about that? I'll fix that's it. That's tough. It's that's not, tough, man. Yeah. I don't know where the hell is going wrong with that. I'll I'll find it, though. Yeah, it's in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a bug. Squash that bug. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So, without further ado, even though the technical date was last week, we're going to do it anyway because we missed it. Mm -hmm. It's It's time for the festival. It can happen happen whenever. It's, it's, (laughs) you know, for the soul. (laughs) So, uh, I will let you... For those that aren't aware of what Festivus is, explain, as you uh, do so well. Festivus was invented by Seinfeld, um, the show, and it's uh, one of the characters, curmudgeonly father's um, hol- uh, winter solstice holiday of preference, I guess is the way to put it. Um, <laughs> he has a uh, just a, a, a metallic, or was it an aluminum pole? Um, no tinsel because he finds it distracting, um, so no decorations. and. Instead of, you know, presents and whatnot, you, you, you air grievances. You, you, you just lay it out there and you have a feat of strength um, to, and then, you know, the, the Festivus can't be over until the feat of strength is completed. So, um, and that he has George Russell in one of the, you know, one of the main characters. And uh, <laughs> um, that's the feat of strength. So, but for us, how we do it is we obviously, we are grievances for the rugby world. And um, we do a feat of strength is by saying something nice about someone, some team, something that you you uh, you don't generally like. Mm-hmm. And that and that is what we will do. Right. For example, I guess I'll I'll I'll, yeah, I'll give my, my my first uh, my first <clears throat> grievance I got to air. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's no um, we don't hide the fact that we are Saracen supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know newer 
to to you know Pram and and supporting Saracens and Jared, um, likely more impatient because of it. But as Jared knows, Mark McCall has been kind of a, a pain in my butt recently. Um, he's the the coach of Saracens or DOR. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's doing a mediocre job with the talent. He's not getting nearly as much out of the talent as he should. And I feel like it's it's almost like an Eddie Jones situation, except that McCall knows better because he's shown in the past that he can open it up and play. And, mm-hmm. and then he went all last year of very conservative. Like he's coaching it like he's a test coach. And it's not a test match. It's a fucking prem match. Just fucking play rugby. You guys are good. They'll win on town alone. Like they win on, they are winning on town alone because you're not letting them do much else. You're not letting them really attack and expose the defense. Right. Um, and when they do that, they're super effective. Um, and I also don't like that he the 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 team that he he names. He, Jared can, can tell you how many times mm-hmm. I've been texting. I'm like, these wings fucking suck. <laughs> Everyone who's not named Max Malins um, or Daly when he plays there, every other one just fucking they're, they're slow. They're 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 fucking dick handed. They're not good they're not threats and it's like that's all you you know all the other stuff you're, you're missing this one thing and then thank god for ivan van Zell. um mm-hmm. he's he's saved mccall's bacon seriously because their scrum half position last year was was bleh. yeah he and stepped forward big time and he stepped up and, and cleaned that shirt so but without him that, that that's it that's all they got um so it's, it's, i'm just kind of um annoyed by the way his stewardship late and they're still good i mean fuck they're top of the table so what am i complaining about but it, it's like they could be better they could, could still be, be better which is terrifying you could be leinster and you're you're choosing to be more like leicester than leinster and right now i don't want to be leicester even though they won the prem last year i want to be leinster who's possibly the best club team in the world and you have that ceiling and he's not he's not pushing him to it and that annoys me yeah and we you and i witnessed firsthand what happens when they decide to Open it right. up, you know, again against against Lester. And right. That that is that is fun stuff to be a part of. It really is. And you it's know, better not, for not the just players. The points, but yeah. Right. It, but it's better oh, yeah. for the players. Like they're having more fun when you constrain them, you know, like that's uh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you have all this talent. Well, you're not gonna use it. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, not really so advised. Not really advised. Okay, so my the I will begin my airing of grievances with um someone that <laughs> an organization that is near and dear, maybe not so much, but definitely um top of our minds almost always, and that is United States rugby. And it's just yeah. the mismanagement isn't content isn't just like this World Cup cycle. I think people need to understand that. And maybe we didn't get into that last time when we talked when we were kind of undressing the, the the United States as much as we as we could it is just it, it goes so much deeper it goes all the way back to do you remember the rugby channel once upon a yesteryear and that was like yeah. a thing that cost them so much money and it was supposed right. to make them money right and that was a decision made by USA rugby and it's been decisions as such like as such that have continued to just you know, handcuff us, and mm-hmm. then we go. Then we go out of our way to pay way too much money to a uh, Gary Gold, which I have no right. issue with Gary Gold, but like we paid too much money to a guy that wasn't going to coach that many test matches because we're too stupid to figure out how to schedule test matches. Yeah. So it's right. you know, it, it, a lot it's of money a number of nothing. things. Yeah, 
you know, it's a, it's a, it's a number of things. It's the over-reliance on um, expats, mm-hmm. which you, in years here too, you have to rely on that to a point. Yeah. Uh, and that's that I understand, but still we just, years. <laughs> right. We just don't bother to um, build up. Yeah. We just don't bother to build our base. You know, we're an inverse pyramid right now. It's mm-hmm. not good. You yeah. know, it's, it's a lot of it's, or no, we are a pyramid. Excuse me. We're, we're very, we're very top heavy. We have no base or no, no that's I'll, exactly yeah, We're right, an inverse. Inverted. I had right. So, yeah. yeah. This is what happens when I don't have enough beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're tired. You're too sober. I'm too sober. Um, but yeah, it's an inverse pyramid. Way too much at the top. Non like where our, our funnel is very small and it's yeah. no good. You know, it's, it's not producing players from a young age and we're not. And I think there are some now that the MLR is, has been well established for what, five, six years now. Mm-hmm. It's going to help. And you, we see you and I can see kind of. Right. Because I hope it gives more opportunity. Jacks. Like it gets more opportunity to someone like Cam Davidovitz, mm-hmm. who would not have gotten a sniff anywhere else, but is showing that fuck this guy can play. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, he'll he'll get there. But it's like the all how many how many Cam Davidovitzes, and that's not even fair because because Mystic has been like you know one of those um, you know trying to be like a top flight thing, like they're trying to be the elite. Um, mm-hmm what have you and, and being that like oh we're a pathway to something but it's like it's not they're the guys that they import aren't doing it it's like this this random guy who decided to do the work himself and <laughs> and kick yeah. some ass like absolutely um yeah uh, that's we need more like that. there's you know there's so many players out there who never will never get an opportunity and it's not that like they don't deserve one it's just that nobody's looking for them because they don't fit them, you know, the mold. Like USA has that mold. Like, oh, you you have to be this or this or this, and yeah, and you have I mean, to go to this camp and you have to do this, you know, to you have to prove yourself with this. So right, and there's the and there's the you know, right, Corbis, I'm who, on your right, yeah, coaching. Um, there's Corbisero who's not who who's doing kind of the uh, uh, a thing that we need to do because we do have athletes here. Um, right. Try and convert some of our our athletes that just aren't going to quite make it into the bigger um, professional sports that could still make it mm-hmm. in rugby. And but and you just got to teach them. Possible. And that's like that's the Calhoun. thing. It's coaching. It's yeah. coaching. You know, right. it really is. And coaching is obviously something. You know, as much as players, player personnel, and staff lacks, coaching lacks here too. There's no question oh, totally. about it. Totally. You know, coaching lacks. Refereeing lacks. It's pretty bad. You know, you, you get three problems and none of which they're really addressing. So, like, you know, I'm sorry. Well, I'm a complete dunderhead when I know the laws better than most referees that step foot on the pitch for the kids. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, this is going to be fun. And they don't watch it, so they don't know. Like, they, no, don't, they don't know what they're not. really looking at exactly. So they just have their own interpretation, and it's usually not correct. Yeah. <laughs> I usually, and, you know, I usually go out of my way afterwards to ask them, like, how much rugby do you watch? Yeah, in general, and it's usually just MLR, which is not a good standard right. to watch. Right. Like I, I've had a, there. I had a ref recently, um, twice with BU this year, name of Ben. So obviously he's a good guy. Um, he, <laughs> he he was he was yeah kind of. Um, but he, he got along pretty well. So um, but he was like, he was new to refereeing, but he watches rugby. Like I talked to him afterwards. He he was like super excited to get back and watch like you know a replay of a prem match. Mm-hmm. And I was like, excellent. Like you, I'm like, you're getting it right. Like okay. we need more like you. Like you're not, you might not, I might do I agree with every decision he made? 
no, but it was one of those. I still liked him. It was like, no, okay. You didn't like that one, but you'll give me one that I do like later and that'll be fine. Um, and he did like, he, he balanced it well. So it was like, and he's new. We need that. We need, we don't need those old heads who to, you know, learned in the eighties and still don't know. Still don't know anything. Yeah. There's, there was a young one we have had as well. And I was, I asked him, I was just like, so are they going to like push you into the playoffs or anything? He's like, no, I'm done. I was just like, Oh man, you're, you're better. He was better than that. Yeah. I, right. I know the names that got put into the the high school playoffs and none of which I was excited about. No, and you it's and I all both like an old boys club. And, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, uh, so yeah, lots of problems, all of which sit at the base, at the base of it with, you know, mm-hmm. lack of talent at the, at the, at the lower levels, lack of um, coaching and lack of you know refereeing proficiency. Yeah. All right. My, my second grievance and final. Mm-hmm. Is is a general thing. Obviously, we're we're kind of, I'm, I'm, well. I have a coaching bug too, but we're we're on that theme. Um, test coaches who are up their own asses and put themselves and their ego above the team. Mm. And and I, for example, one who's recently there. fired. There's a few of them out there. And well, two of them are recently fired. <laughs> Where, <laughs> like, okay, first off, you coach ten to fifteen matches a year, right? That's it. Yep. And some, you know, what are you doing breaking your players and tra- why are you having this this up- ruling training? I get they need to be in shape and whatnot, but like it's rugby. We get them in shape by having them play rugby and 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 just running, not this like yo, Navy SEAL type bullshit. Um oh, uh, like flying them out somewhere else where they're and they're not, you know, won't fucking touch a rugby ball, but they'll just do fitness for you know three three days and it's like that's your camp. Like <sighs> You, you need to get them in shape to, and well, not in shape, but like in form to play the international game. And they just don't do that. And then they don't pick, they, they pick the players that they like rather than, you know, who are good for the team or, you know, cause it's like, well, they don't play the style I like, well then fucking change your style. Right. Like if you need to have like this kind of guy, like, and you don't have that kind of guy. So you just pick a guy you like and say, Oh, he can do it. They can't do it. like you're putting yourself above it. Like nobody when like, coaches love to say this, and we see this in the NFL too. Like Belichick, Belichick has 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 regressed since considerably since he put himself above the team, and and he started doing things that made you know you know he wants to to be right. So I'm going to do yeah. this, and and no, the team is the team. Like you have to live in the world you have, and with the players you have, work with them to do the best. Don't just fuck with them. Like. And and like as I said earlier, they have all this, you know, they have XYZ talent. Use it. Don't just use X. And especially they don't use players who are not really that good at X. You know, mm. it, it, you gotta right. I, I don't quite I does they make it seem so much harder than it really is. I mean, come on. Like, who do you really how much you know work do you really have to do, honestly, to beat like a, a Fiji type? Like that, you don't have to do much preparation because they just fucking chuck it around. So you just, you know, there's, yeah, there's a couple teams you need to get them, you know, you need to get them in, in position to to beat when, you know, one, you know, one game for it all, you know, if you're a high level test coach. So work on those. Yep. You know, work on what you need to do. To, and yeah, the whole Eddie, oh, we were right there. It's like, you haven't done shit. It's been two years since you've like really shown an attack. No, nobody's right. believing it. You have to actually do it in a game. You can't just be like, oh, you know, all these coaches that I've ever grown up with have always said you can't just flip a switch. 
And to a certain extent, that's true. And, you know, it's not, you know, depending on what they're talking about, but in this case, you can't just go from, you know, we're shelling, we're shelling, we're shelling, you know, we're just playing defense. We're just kind of going into a shell to, okay, now we're just going to, we're going to open it up. Now we're going to open our attack up. It doesn't work that way. You're going to be off kilter. You're going to be thinking that your timing's off. You don't, nobody knows how to really play with each other. No, it doesn't work that way. You got to like open it up and let the players play. It's about them anyway. Always should be. Always should be. Yep. Like, yeah, the coaches who want to win, who, you know, claim to want to win it and they basically want to win it for themselves. It's like, no, that's, you don't win. Those coaches rarely win. And when they do, it's because they have, they get lucky and have the right players. Sometimes it has nothing to do with their skill. Yeah. I know. We've seen many coaches that just rode the coattails of really good players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. (laughs) So my, my second and final will be about, the um and it sounds like it's been walked back thankfully but these stupid trial laws that the premiership was proposing or whoever it was was mm. proposing and uh, they were just so ridiculous and i was just like let's not number one let's not change laws while we don't have to okay uh, right we, we, can, we haven't talked about the stuff that's come out from world rugby they're not really changing laws they're just enforcing them basically is what it comes yeah. down to and that's fine yeah you know enforce those keep going um, I like that and, law about the uh, that you have to you have to try to keep your feet in a ruck, and apparently they just don't like that. Yes, that to me says the crocodile roll is illegal, right? Because you're not right. trying to keep your feet. I'm good with that. That's that's a great. Now I'm into that rule, but like enforce it. <laughs> yeah, enforce things. You know. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that was in the rules. Yeah. It, yeah. It's definitely in there. Um has been for a while but it's yeah, just but I it's didn't realize so it silly to put in more laws like that number two about that thing if you're looking for better entertainment number one the league is very entertaining if you haven't noticed it was it's very unpredictable and ben and i are going to get into that in a little bit um, mm-hmm. it's very unpredictable so that in itself is great and we're talking about squeaky bum time left right and center very watchable in a lot of ways mm-hmm. but also if you're looking for more fans more engagement one get your fucking website fixed because we yeah. can't read match reports on certain matches and that's a weekly thing that's that's stupid the, 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 right. that is a basic and two as we've said it takes nothing to get a rugby game up and running it really does it really doesn't mm-hmm. take much it's a basic straightforward thing right by and the rugby it's mag, been, it's all right. The infrastructure's right. there, the infrastructure's and it's perfect. There. It's so amazing as a site. Yep. Like how hmm, you have all this money to you know pay guys like Eddie Jones, like use a little bit of it. Well, I know that's prem and RFU, but still, the RFU should be funding that shit too. It should come from the the you know, yeah. All right, yeah. sorry. If if a if a if the Autumn Nation series can have a fantasy game, so can the right. prem. Yep. So if if the if both six nations can mm-hmm. have a, a fantasy game, so can the prem. It's not going right. to be hard, and that's Just super rudimentary too. Do it. Yeah, it, it, even if it is something as basic as those as those those ones, right. do it. it. You'll you'll engage your engagement will go through the roof. Like you know, speaking from a, a you know something that's com- comparable, you know, Premier League fantasy Premier League is very rudimentary it is based on goals assists and clean sheets and like some sort of and there's a couple of weird bonuses thrown in there it is so fucking popular like can't even 
tell you that. And I know the league's much more popular than the premiership, but still, you keep engagement with that stuff. They haven't they have their own Twitter handle for just fantasy Premier League. Mm-hmm. Is the the engagement is very easy and right there, but mm-hmm. just they're they're ignoring it and they're trying to go a thousand different ways away from it, except this way. It's like just accept it. And let's get let's get let's let's stop being dumb. You know, everybody talks about fancy NFL, and I barely watch the league, and I play it. You know, <laughs> like yeah, it is, it, it it is something that will never be matched by Premiership. But to ignore it and just you know completely sweep it under the rug is stupid because there's so there's right. so much that can, to be gained from it. There really is. engagement on the table and yeah. money because mm. just from ads alone. Yeah, it would, be, it would be worth it. You would make that money back in ads alone. Yeah, run run an ad on the side of the site. Right, well, we've got to pay attention to it. It'll still bring in money. Exactly. Yeah, yep. it's real easy. Okay. All right, time to lift some weights, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. okay, here we go. Um, there's been a recent trend of teams changing their styles and becoming more successful for it. In some cases like Ireland, it's relaxing the structure because they're way over constrained of players. As I was saying, you know, we're, we're, you know, they're, they're not getting to use their full talents and now they're opening. They opened it up a little bit and that's been helpful. And then on the other side, there's like a France who have gone the other way and said, all right, instead of like loosey goosey, just chuck it around, play, 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 jouer, jouer, jouer there's more structure to it and a holy shit are the results there. Um, and they're, they kind of match those kind of, you know, two teams who, who play very similarly. Now I got to say, I really like what South Africa have done with their structure. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to make them It makes them so much more dangerous because they're now, yeah, they still have the, the, the brutal physicality and they, they have it on defense and they do have it. Obviously, uh, you know, Etzebeth just has it whenever he's around the, you know, <laughs> some sort of contact situation, he's going to be bringing pain. Um, whether or not it's legal or, <laughs> or clean, but that's, that's not besides the point. It's, he's just, you know, it's going to happen. So you got to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the structure is there and it's really opening them up and it's really making a lot of the players more valuable And there. It's, it's really showing up, um, as a good thing. That's something that they needed to do. Like they, they, you know, it's weird how they, you know, they won one of maybe the, the, really that, I don't know. I think New Zealand would have housed them that year. Um, So it's just kind of like, they kind of won because Eddie let them, Eddie played the way they, you need to play for Eddie played that game, the way South Africa needed an opponent to play to win Mm -hmm. with that style. Yep. Um, And now they play more than that. And so they're they are going to put more pressure on the other team, not just defensively. And that's um, that's good to see. It's good for the game. Only good for their game, right? And I'm also annoyed with the people who said they couldn't do it because they don't have the resources. I'm like, no, what's that? Doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, it's not it's not about resources. It's just about coaching style and and uh, you know doing what's what's best for the team. Yeah, I'd say they they have <laughs> in a lot of ways. I'd say they have plenty of resources. Right, you know, certainly right. The player pool is not lacking. Exactly. Like I'm not as as an U.S. rugby person. I'm really not. You know, U.S. rugby mm-hmm. is is not comparable to say the U.S. Army in terms of resources. Um, Definitely not. So. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. 
So, something nice. So I am, I am definitely a big proponent of referees from a certain country that aren't always my favorite. <laughs> and I'm, I usually I'm like, oh no, when I see <laughs> one in a Champions Cup game or in mm-hmm. a Test match, I'm like, God damn it, here here goes the neighborhood. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I have to say, the last like year and a half, I have no issue with Macho Renal. I have very few grievances against the guy for, you know, as much as like we, we've had like Garces and Gozer and Plot, like all, all of which I couldn't stand to watch for right. free a test match, especially, um, you know, Reynolds done a really good job and he's, he's, he understands what, like, he, I think he also now understands the teams he's refereeing. And not necessarily just you know goes. Isn't he the one that that joined a didn't you join a, a coaching staff? To be no. was that was that no, the, him? No, that's okay. what a lot of the re- referees do in France when they're done. So like Plot's okay. done that. Okay, uh, Ruiz, who's terrible, has done that as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like he's. <laughs> I was wasn't sure if he was getting more the play, like really understanding what he's refing. Yeah. No, he's he he do, he does understand what he's what he's doing now, and you know we. We talk about enforce the laws that are there. Bernard Foley, time wasting. <laughs> Sorry to Australia fans, but like he warned him several times, and he keep and I and I have to say he communicates better than most French referees out there for sure. Like he is he is very straightforward and tells them how it is. Like nope, this is what I want. Most French referees just shut the fuck up, and they're just and they leave you guessing around the um around the breakdown, and you're just like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And He's been very he's been much better about it. So I give him I give him loads of credit for, for that. And yeah, in refereeing the laws as they're there. You know, the mm-hmm. the game he had the other week with Exeter and Bulls, you know, those are two teams he would never referee otherwise. And I th- you know, the scoreline might have made it easier, but really I don't think he had and he had no real mistakes of note. And that's how he's been most of the year, too. So mm-hmm. I give him I give him a lot of credit and that's that's me saying that about um, French referees, which I'm usually just like pulling my hair out when I see them. Yeah, as a as who's got the whistle in in a, in a match, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> not him, not him anymore. At least let's put it that way. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that was nice, and it's all out there now. <laughs> And I'm spent. Oh wait! Except for now, we get the now we got more. Yeah. We got more. Well, wait. There's more. Well, wait. There is more. <laughs> so we're gonna go through our five moments of the year, because mm-hmm. we are on the 28th, obviously. So now we're gonna. This is now year end stuff that we would be doing this week. So best yes. of us was yes. last week. <laughs> now we're right. <laughs> um. All right. I'll leave this off since you lit off the other one. Sure thing. So we'll start with number five. Number five for me, despite all the issues that are going on with um, United States rugby, one of my favorite moments this year, we are awarded the World Cup. That's nice. For the yeah. next, for 31 and 33. Hmm. So that to me is is still a step forward, despite the fact the team itself has taken a, a step back. That is right. a step forward for the country in general. It's mm-hmm. definitely one of those two steps forward, maybe one and a half steps back at this point. But right, yes, I like it. This means that we're not. We were definitely have at least one difference because that's not in mine. 
<laughs> there we go. <laughs> so my are we doing we're yeah, switching alternate. off? We're okay. alternate. My my top my fifth best moment of the year is the uh Freddie Burns penalty to, to win the Prem. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And again, Saracen's fan saying that that's the that was it wasn't even a penalty, it was a droppy. Oh, it's a droppy. Fuck, that's right. It was a droppy. Fuck, that makes it even better. I, yep. I, sorry, sorry, Frederick. Um, yeah, the droppy to win, even better. Um, yeah, I. That's oh, what a yeah, just ballsy moment. And mm-hmm. and obviously we 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 love the guy. So it was one of Jared. That's one of those motherfucker. He did it's it. Like, well, <laughs> can't be mad. Okay. Yeah, I can't be mad. Well, really hard to be mad. Call, as I was earlier. So. Right, that's that's what we were mad at, not the right, not the not not who did it and how not it happened. Yeah, good good on you, man. Like yeah. big balls, getting it done. We've seen you be anti clutch before, so yeah, yeah, good on him. Uh, number four for me was um, this was a particularly fun year to be a Free Jacks fan, even though mm. things didn't go well in the playoffs. But best record in MLR, we were the first team to win what thirteen games, I think it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun to, you know, I, I felt fortunate to be a season ticket holder and to be at 90% of those matches. And that was a whole mm-hmm. lot of, uh, it was just a, it was just a fun season in general. Like, you know, the, the end left a bitter taste, but really overall the season was so much fun, especially all the home games. You know, right. I, we only had the one cooler. loss at home and that was at How the was end that when like... that, and we had that at the end, which was yeah. kind of the shit kickers were in were in at that point so yeah <laughs> not really gonna worry about that one but yeah so hopefully more of the same this year right all right my number four is is this is split between two moments in in one game because of of what they meant um first is um the josh vanderfleer try three minutes in and the <laughs> second is the rob herring mall peel try at you know 64 minutes or so um Versus New Zealand to win the series. Yep. That's a good um, one. Like Ireland winning in, in like I, I went, these go up in order of importance. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that, you know, to win a test match series against New Zealand in New Zealand. Fuck yeah. Yep. That is my number three mo- moment of the year is Ireland <laughs> down in New Zealand. So yeah, it was, a, it was, it was a, obviously it's a monumental thing, you know. Mm-hmm. New Zealand don't lose in New Zealand very often, let alone you well, not lose simply a, walk into, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let alone lose the series. So it was pretty notable that they that they lost the series for, and you know, obviously people had to stand up and take note of Ireland, and at the same time, mm-hmm. people realized maybe New Zealand isn't what they used to be, which mm. I think at this point we can mostly agree that they aren't. Right. If it bleeds, so, we can kill it. Yeah, <laughs> if it bleeds. <laughs> um, so it's and it speaks well to what Ireland are building. It seems, speaks well to what Andy Farrell is doing. Mm-hmm. It's very it's, much so. It's a good, you know, a good Ireland team is good for world rugby. Mm-hmm. So let's see what that means going forward. And I, I do still believe a good All Blacks team means yeah. it's good for world rugby as well. So we'll see if they rebound, and then we just get ourselves a powder keg in, in France in twenty twenty three. So yes, that is my number three moment in here. So then my number three is um is my US involvement moment. Um not 
in a good way. Not it's, positive. <laughs> uh, Rodrigo Fernandez try versus mm. USA to clinch yep. um, the World Cup um, entry. Like, what a fucking run! Yeah, I mean, oh, that's one of I mean, again. You can't. I, I can't be mad at him. No. Can, the, the, Every the US player that, that missed. <laughs> Every right, US player also, that missed. <laughs> It should never have been that close anyway. And so good on him for being like, oh, fuck you. We're not just going to come keep it close. We're going to win. Like, yeah, good. Uh, and and that and it didn't win it, but it made a huge difference in that scoreline because obviously it made it easier for them to come yeah. here to Infinity Park to right. upset us. And really, if you take that one out, that makes it so much That's... easier for the U.S. to qualify. Yeah. So I give him, yeah, loads of credit to the guy. And he just decided I'm doing this on my own damn self. <laughs> he knew he was he knew he was covered in yeah. he was wet he's like yeah i'm covered in mud i'm wet there's no right. way they're gonna tackle me if i do this right <laughs> sure enough sure enough and yeah number two the tree the 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 rugby yanks make it to london <laughs> oh that was great that and what a weekend it was and Took me a good week to recover from it, but yeah, it did. That was, <laughs> hey, uh... I am not mad about it at all. There no, <laughs> zero regret in what we did. I can I can confirm. Like, you know, the only regret I had was I maybe should have got the hoodie that Ben got instead of the one I got. But guess what? <laughs> I rectified that. I have that one now too. Yeah. So not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> really, that's it. Like, I had a little FOMO about that. That was that was the most. <laughs> other than other than that. <laughs> Like it was such a great weekend. <laughs> it was. It was. It was fantastic. Everything. Like I still pinch myself about it. Every part of it was, except for Friday night, trying to find a, a rugby on on um at a bar. That was. Yeah, the no, only... We got to explore London a little bit. We did. We did. Um, it just really was. Um, yeah, that was the fucking perfect trip. Like, it's rare that you have a perfect trip. This was everything we wanted and mm. or could ever expect and more. So. Yeah, like, we, were, we were also yeah. half cocked trying to find that bar pretty much so. the entire time so, <laughs> so yeah we were half cocked trying to find that find our way around on friday night so that wasn't helpful yeah. in any way shape or form <laughs> right <laughs> um my number two so i didn't yeah i didn't i i, I kept this very you know world rugby oh, picture. I, had to, I had to put um, that in there yeah um my my number two is Emily Scarrett's try versus Canada in the semis mm. of the World Cup, where it's like, no, I'm back. Yeah. Um, or we know not Emily Scarrett. Sorry, I'm thinking. Um, Dow. What was it? Uh, Dow. Abby Dow. Yeah, Dow's. No, Sorry. I knew. I knew, I knew I was, where you were going. I knew where you were going. Yeah, I was distracted. While I was taking these notes earlier. I was like, I know I have these. Like, I just threw. I brain shitted them out. So sorry, Abby Dow. My apologies. Yes, Dow. No, um, I knew where you were going though. Yeah. Um, the one that kind yeah, of what a, what a way to you know break in your leg in the in the Six Nations just to come back, like you know toing it and crushing it like really mm. well done. Yeah, really, that was just a spectacular yeah. try in itself. Let alone the fact where it was and the magnitude yeah. of it at the time. Yep. yep. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Do we have the same number one? Probably. Rugby World Cup final. Eden Park, a final for the ages, mm-hmm. for the ages. Mm-hmm. This this one will live on forever. I will tell my nieces and my nephews about this final for a long <laughs> fucking time. 
And I wasn't even there. I can only imagine what the hell people that were there right. are going to talk about. Because that was an epic, epic final. And I don't use epic very often. So that should tell you a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was one of the best rugby matches I've ever seen. Mm, on top of it all. Right. The, um, only, and- the only match that compared to that for me was probably um, Ireland, New Zealand in terms of qual- Ireland, New Zealand, excuse me, right. um, Ireland, France in the Six right. Nations this past year in terms of quality yeah. and two teams going at it and the competitiveness of it. That was the closest mm-hmm. one I could think of. But yes, this one was definitely top of the top of the cake for sure. And the the, the I, I did pick an exact moment. I had to because of the way it, it wasn't just like the they want the line out win at the death. Yeah, man. Well, like you you don't do that. Like mm-hmm. that is such a that is that's a fucking championship way to win a game. Like mm-hmm. so, you you deserve a trophy for that. Yeah. Um. That, but that's what you have to do to win them too. It's like a double-edged kind of thing. Like yeah. they they oh that's their best, the best weapon that England have. And New Zealand spoiled it. And that's not it's so hard to do. Yeah. And um good on them because it, it was selling out. They're saying well, this is if we don't get this, they're gonna win anyway. So totally might as well go get it. Because we're not totally. we're not defeating that mall. Um Ballsy and obviously Ruby Tui. Not even waiting for the final whistle to start celebrating. She knew what <laughs> she was up <laughs> right away that it was over. Um, classic, love yeah, it. If I had thing. to pick the, the moment at the end, yeah. If I had to pick a moment besides that one, it would probably be Stacy's try. That's yeah. that Demant looked like she was going to kick the touch, and she said, "Fuck mm-hmm. it!" Quick tap, moved moved it wide, and Stacy broke it, offloaded it, got it back, scored. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, that that that's special." That right. is special right there. So remember, yeah, boys and girls, when you get the ball in space, you're you're not you're all more dangerous the more times you touch the ball. <laughs> like <laughs> you touch it once, okay, great, offload it, and then look for support, and yeah. that's when you score. <laughs> like yeah, because they're not gonna think to mark you again. Right, you get lost. Yep, it gets lost in the shuffle for sure. All right, well, glad we, glad we got there at least. <laughs> one was one was the same. All right. That's good though. We had we had a lot of good moments. It's good that we could remember them all. So that's that's excellent. Yeah, we got there. Got there. I I had like it's so hard to decide between everything. Mm-hmm. You know, in my head, I'm like, all right, how can we get this? No, those are my first. I, they were these were literally the five that came out immediately, and I'm like, wait. Then I then I thought more because <laughs> obviously I just yeah true. Can tell I just spat them down on on paper, and then I was like, right. okay, what's better than that? I'm like, oh fuck, I got nothing. Yeah, nothing, man. So got nothing. I like yeah, I like that you uh you went outside. I was just thinking world rugby. So I'm glad that you you put in you know <laughs> our our rugby adventures too, you know, here at home and abroad. Yeah, you know. Good old times. Mm-hmm. Very good All times. Right. All right. Um so now we're gonna go into the 15 of the year. Mm-hmm. 15 of the year, and we'll name uh we'll name a co- we'll name a coach of the year as well. Okay. Um, I did a player of the year as well, but yeah, oh, I have one highlighted as well. Okay, all right. So, loose head, we might have Genji. the same loose head. Yeah, Genji. Yeah, so we think we have the same loose head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just and the fact that he's gone from Leicester and the fact that Leicester are where they are, and that was without that was before Steve Borthwick left. Right, kind of says a lot. It does. He like they lost a lot. I, I, you know, no doubt. But the biggest hole is is Genji. 
He was mm-hmm. their like he was their their best attacking threat, really. They don't really have much, I mean, you know, other than Visa, who's still there, but like they don't have anybody who's stepping up to be that replacement in the pack. Right. Um, yeah, they need, they need, they need to find right. ways to fill it. I don't know if they can money ball the shit out of it. Like some some teams have tried, but right. Yeah, it's not, but it's not gone well either way. No. Hook. Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah, it's funny. You and I flipped that. Because I picked Tutosi, because you and I okay. had we we had the two of them in our in our fifteen of the year for the <laughs> yeah. fifteen of the tournament. So I went with Tutosi. Yeah. Um, wanted to give her some love because yes, as you pointed out before, um, better in the loose mm-hmm. by far, and yeah. that that to me just spoke well to me. So you, you, I had I I wanted to put the finalists that I put into it in the fifteen, mm-hmm. but really overall, I, I really enjoyed Tutosi as a, as a player throughout the year so give her a thumbs yeah. up so and i just really love cocaine i bet the fuck you do <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because I, I i don't touch drugs so um <laughs> no yeah but it's but it just makes me laugh yeah. uh tight head there's really only one that you are allowed to pick this year so i picked france malherbe it was good there's it's really hard to say otherwise I, I went with Furlong only be, because of the New Zealand oh, well, victory, but that's yeah, and uh, yeah. and you know it's, it's hard to say no to Ty Furlong, it's but so I don't disagree with yours either. So mm-hmm. by any means whatsoever, he's 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 a tough nut to crack, no, right. no doubt. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't disagree with that in any way, shape, or form. Into the engine room. This was a down year for locks. I gotta say, it was tough. Yeah. There was some, there was some meh, some meh stuff going on. Yeah. Um. So uh, both of mine come from the women's game because no kidding. Uh, okay. Those are the the ones that I you know I thought played the best, and that's um Maya Roos, who was on my um yeah my World yeah. Cup fifteen, and the other is Abby Ward, who is mm. just a fucking yeah. terror. They were both and, in my, um, I believe they were both in my fifteen of the tournament. So yeah, I didn't have Abby in my my fifteen of the tournament, but she gets. I thought she played well in Six Nations as well. Six Nations so. as well. Yep, absolutely. That, that's a, you know when we bring everything in. Yep, that, that's why that goes yeah, there. Same with same with cooking. Yeah, so I went with a guy that's a difference maker, notably at least um, mm-hmm. when he comes in. And that's that's Beth. Like, he's, yeah, you can tell the difference of a team. Both, right. you know, when like point point out the Italy game especially, and Italy are on the up, and you know. South Africa are wallowing because they had uh, the obviously ship bag got suspended, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came in and just all of a sudden things just changed. Like no Wait, more, was there sh- was, there was no more, you know, ambition from Italy. There, pro- there was still ambition, but yeah. he stifled it, but you just felt yeah. the air change in that match. And he, he does it all so often he's how he didn't make the second row of the of the year i don't know mm-hmm. i really don't um it's what he's so good that you just can't ignore it like even the shit like so he he gets very faff except he's like the anti he's like <laughs> two fafts essentially um it's as big as two fafts. And weight. um <laughs> he's just so physical like who is he shaking genj or sinkler um mm-hmm. sinkler 
just fucking shaking him like a rag doll. And it's like, but he's not really like attacking him. He's just fucking with him a little bit. And so yep. what are you going to do? Like, that's what he does. Fuck, you just, ha- yeah. And he, like, you, it's so fucking annoying to play against someone like that. But God mm-hmm. damn, if he isn't good too. Like, he can play in the loose too for a guy that size. Fuck. Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a good shout. I like yeah. I I begrudgingly really like Etzebeth. <laughs> I do too. I I do too. I've, I've uh, even since he's you know back when he way back he was at Worcester once upon yesterday mm-hmm. was he not? So Sounds even then, right. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I liked him a long time. So my other and my my other lock is also from Ireland, Tygburn. Um, but and, yeah. and it's not just. I I appreciate what he does all the way from club level to international level as well. Like he's been. He's always one of the standout players, not just because of the just not just because of the color of his scrum cap. That's very yeah. notable, obviously. But he he really is like everybody talks about James Ryan for mm-hmm. Ireland. And mm-hmm. really, I don't think that's the guy. I, mean, I think mm-hmm, it's Byrne. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and James Ryan isn't bad by any means whatsoever. But I still would put I would still, if I have to pick a lock from Ireland, gun to my mm-hmm. head, I take Ty Byrne. And yeah, that and I, that is how it is, you know. I, th- I just think he's slightly better in the loose and still does all the other things you're supposed to do as a type five forward. So I, I give agree. him a, a load of credit. To my to my mind, I he was on my he obviously is one of the, my considerations. I he's one of my favorite locks. Mm-hmm. I um I thought he had a fairly for for Tyg Burn. I thought he had a substandard year. Maybe that's it, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's like, I, I mean, he's still a fantastic player, but it's not. This was not the tie burn of last year or two years ago. Mm. So, uh, not that he was bad by any means. It's just, I think it's that because the guy who's my number seven uh, takes up a lot of air that you yeah. know takes takes up a lot of the oxygen <laughs> in, in the attack. So it's just that he's he's featured less. So yes. it's not exactly his fault, right? Um, we'll start with six because I yeah. think we have the same seven. Um, six. <laughs> we better. <laughs> um, you know, six is also. I thought it was a bad year for sixes too. Well, I I cheated and slid someone to six. So, <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. Um, I I did that for the the World Cup. Um, I'm yeah. not going to do that for this one. So it's really Khaleesi. Yeah, it, it's so hard. You'll never get an argument out of saying see Khaleesi. I, I thought he played well this year too yeah. i thought he, and i think he's been really good he, he was i thought he was excellent in the champions cup when i was watching him there too so it's like he's he's doing it at all levels so yeah and he's yeah and he was good this autumn especially i think he was yeah as well yeah especially, especially after um dum dum got 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 uh, the suspension as well yeah <sighs> i couldn't not put my guy Artie Savea in there <laughs> for for Uh-oh. team of the year Think about how down New Zealand was this year. Mm-hmm. Artie Savea did not have a bad game. No. And, and, and I'm pretty sure he didn't have a bad game in the Hurricanes shirt either. So in a team that was meh, you always noted Artie Savea and his effort and what he was doing. And, mm-hmm. oh, the guy's a monster on top of it. He like, is. show a hands of people that want to defend Artie Savea right mm-hmm. now. Like or it's nobody. The list is yeah. on no one. Plus, he's a great, he's a good poacher. You know, he's a he's right. a good leader. I so, just, yeah, and and that's where I am with with again back to my you know festivist grievances with the people who are up their own asses. Why would you want anybody other than Artie Sevilla? Like, why why has he not been just like this is our eight? 
or our set, whatever. This is in the team every time. Yeah. On in the team every like what, what what don't you like that he does? You know, and he can do so much more than fucking anybody mm-hmm. else you got. Yeah. What Always. the fuck? Always. Yeah. So yeah, no, he's he's yes. Like that's that's another one of those guys who like he should just be he's penned in, not even pencil. Um, yeah, but it, permanent it took ink. this like, long for him to get a stitch him a in shot. there. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's had Sell shots him into before. that lineup. <laughs> right, he's had shots before and played well, and then he just gets kind of dropped. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I never get Got it. Him, use him. And I know Hurricanes; they have to manage the minutes according to what mm-hmm. uh, New Zealand rugby says. But like, other than that, yeah, there's no reason to not name him. Right. It really isn't seven different. Vanderflair. That's no, Vanderflair. No. It's gotta yeah. be. It's gotta be incredible against New Zealand. Incredible in the Six Nations. Incredible for Leinster. And incredible mm-hmm. once again in the fall. Like just yeah. Yeah. You know, and we talked about winning matches in different ways for Ireland, and they're able to do it. And it's because of him that they're able mm-hmm. to win the matches very sexy and pretty, and also just muddy and ugly as well. Right. So, you know, he does it all. He really does. You know, yeah, it feels like nine times out of ten, you see the referee blowing a whistle for holding on, and, and it's the guy with the red scrum cap getting up with the ball. Yeah, it's like, him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really is. So, so, yeah, and yeah, and and rightly got got player of the year as well mm-hmm. by World Rugby. I don't think anybody could really argue it. No, so. I, I think I I did not argue with them in my yeah. player of the year selection either. And it's Dutch, by the way. He's not South African. <laughs> He's Dutch. Chill. Goddamn. <laughs> I understand the whole like thing going on in people's heads, but he's Dutch. Chill the fuck out with it's the South African stuff. <laughs> it's, part of it's funnier this way, but goddamn. Chill, dude. I find Chill, dude. Oh, man. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Oh, man. All right. Who do you got at eight? Um, a lady after our own heart, Sophie DeGoody. Ah, Sophie DeGoody as well. Yes. All right. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, all that she does for that team, and she's going to be there. Oh, fuck. I'm so annoyed that I'm a U.S. Uh, that I'm here for 10 more years, three more yeah. cycles. Oh, God. We're stuck with her for a long fucking time. And she's going to terrorize the United States for a long, bloody time. Does she get, she doesn't and have an overseas contract, too. doesn't she? I'm sorry. How does she not have a, a, a overseas contract I'm, right now? I, I don't know. I, that's it's not right. That's criminal to me. It kind of is. Because goddamn, she, she yes, she should be playing Agreed. with Alec Kelter, and they should be bonding and hanging out. And she, she was at Sari. She's twenty three. She's yes, twenty three. Twenty three. Oh god damn it! Yeah, <laughs> we've seen her for a long time. Yeah, she's gonna be hanging out. She's gonna get one of those World, World Rugby Player of the Year's awards. I can feel right. It. Yeah, um, she was at series for a hot minute, but man, and she'll she be able to play to lock back. when she when she can't play eight anymore too, which is kind of scary because she's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is rather large, rather large. So she can she can extend her career as she can play as long as she wants to, really, mm. <laughs> as long as she stays healthy. Yeah, I think we I think most people would agree with that one. Oh, nine. JGP. Yeah. Somewhat of a one. down year for nines, but Jameson Gibson yeah. Park. Kind of the same reasons you, you were talking about with um Byrne, except that in this case, I feel like for Jameson Gibson Park, he's replacing a legend and Connor somehow Murray, improving yeah. on that. And there's mm-hmm. no disrespect to Connor Murray, but Jameson Gibson Park is making that team hum. 
it's a yep. different style. It's not the. It is. You know, it, it, it is. And obviously, Connor is still valuable. He's showing that at every level still. It's just that for what Ireland want to do now, Gibson Park is better at it than than Murray is right now. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's just a fact. Um, yeah, and that's why he's obviously leapfrogged him as well. So right, but you know, to be the nine, you know, do all that pressure that he, you know, and that he's just, you know, that's a lot of fucking pressure to be like, okay, you're going to go play against New Zealand in New Zealand. In, you know, with Connor Murray on the team, but like you're starting, that's yeah, you don't get at much higher pressure as an athlete than that. And yeah. dude, and there was a long time when we we tiered Connor Murray as one of the top halfbacks in the indeed. world, too. and he's not that bad. He's still not no. like he's terrible now. It's not like he's like oh you shit. He's still fucking good. It's just agreed. He's better now as a twenty minute replacement gibson park and fucking park it for 60 yep yep no pun intended agreed um i went with sansu and partner <laughs> yeah but because yep. uh, I, I mean she would have been head and shoulders the best nine at the world cup if she hadn't gotten Indeed. like Indeed. no question about it in, my, in in my mind um but still had a great year you know mm. yes bordon had to take her place but still like yeah, it's still give it to her and and just you know the wee bit that you have to for her partner, but yeah, Sansu. Yeah. Yep. Not good, good shout too. And then sadly we won't see her. No, um, it was a sad ending to the career. That was the other thing. Yeah, like, that's uh you gotta give you gotta give her her due because yeah. she's she was in consideration for me too. Yeah. All right, number ten. Demet. Yep. From Same. New Zealand. Just you know, didn't wasn't good off the tee. We knew that. Mm-hmm. But really, other than that, that's everything you want from your 10 that she did. Indeed. In, in this, in this run, in this, especially in that World Cup run. Um, yeah, a bar of the kicking, which I can excuse because she played so bloody well otherwise. Exactly. When you're, you're still, when you're, when you're making up for the points that you're, you're missing out on, you're, that's okay. Yeah. Like no kidding. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You can miss a couple conversions in PKs because you, you give us like twenty points a match just by being wizardry with the ball. Yeah, she did. She did it well, and she took she took their coaching advice that she got and the, and the style that she got from mm-hmm. her coaches and, and used it well. Yeah, so it's it's really nice. All right, um, you want to go into the back three? You want to go into the midfield? Let's go midfield first. All right. Um, my number 12, I feel like he's the best 12 in the world right now. Um, although they're, they're, it's getting better in general, but Mm -hmm. still, um, there's not many people that can do all the things that Andre Esterhazen can do. Had him on my short list and I didn't pick him, but he was close. And and I, yeah, I think he's better than, than Damien Delande right now. Right. Um, it, so I, you know, that'll I come. I don't that'll come good with time, right? Just give it time. That'll come good. I agree. But holy fuck, is he good? Yeah, he really is. It's hard to argue with him. I mean, especially when you look at that performance that he put in down in South Africa for Quinns. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just kind of willing his team to get there. Right. You're. They're never out of it if he's around. Nope. I mean, that, and that's why that's why Quinns have been so good because they have no no shortage of guys like that. You know, between Don Brent himself, you know, Esther Hayes and Smith, Care, Murley, March, like you can just go down the list of these guys will, if they get the opportunity, they'll keep you in matches at the very least. Um, mm-hmm. Lester Hazen being in the middle of it, um, 
has a little bit of a harder job, but he does it really well. He does his part, makes it so much easier for the rest of them. Yeah, you know, you worry about Esther Hayes, and then it's like, oh shit, I got all these oh, other guys to worry about too. Right. So in attack and defense, like he will both just bowl you over and 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 rip your your defensive continuity to shreds. Mm-hmm. Um, while at the same time, like you might have a plan, a play in mind that he's just going to lay out, you know, put pressure, lay out your guy and make him, you know, force bad plays. Um, yep. Yeah. It's, it's hard to be that complete in that kind of position and that physical and play every minute and all that shit. Mm. Yep. So you talked about a guy that's played that plays 12, that does a lot. And I mean, a lot, he does seemingly everything for his team. He, you know, he, he's not capped yet, but he would be, he may well be very soon. Um, but my 12 is, um, Ben Johnson, Ben Redsburg. He's seemingly out of nothing in so many ways from for last year and just Mm -hmm. has grown in one, his role for the exiles, but two, what he does for them in general and how he just is able to be productive and help his team. And it's just, it's absurd at so many levels. He's the inverse of a busy wing. Like he comes Mm -hmm. off of his 12 channel and will be on the wing and just be like, Oh, I'm going to score this like a winger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What the fuck dude? Did that a couple times. Yep. Who the fuck do you think you are? Right. Apparently he's (laughs) been out. I mean, yeah, I don't say that in a, in a, in a bad way. Right. But it's like, well, what what makes you think you're allowed to do that, dude? <laughs> Absolutely. And he's just, yeah, I, I smell more for him in the future. I do. I do, I do, I do. And you know, and what was a what's been a, a meh exiles team? He's been he's certainly been a bright spot. He really has. He's he does that for them too. He does that that same kind of role that um, as I said, that Esther Hazen has, except he does a he doesn't do all that. Well, but he does more a little bit, you know, he does different things. Yep. But has that same kind of yeah, I'm I'm the guy you want on the line <laughs> with ball yeah. in hand or on defense. Yeah. yeah. 13. Good shit. Outside. Uh Emily Scarrett. This is same. why I had Emily Scarrett. Because I was I was same. I was I had, I had yeah. her on the brain while I was doing that, and then yeah. <laughs> That's why Agreed. I said her instead of Abby Gap. Agreed. He's Scaz. Yeah, it's it's hard to put into words what Emily Scarrett means for not only her team, but for England rugby in general. Right. It, it really is. And she, she continued to show that in the world cup, especially <laughs> if you've heard the legendary story of her having to ring out her sock twice in that Australia quarterfinal, <laughs> like, or whatever it was around. I don't, yeah. I don't remember what the exact round was, but yeah, just ridiculous. And mm-hmm. she's, I think it was against Canada because that was that was they still threw the ball around anyway. Like no, that was against Australia. Was it okay? It was Australia. That was the really rainy, rainy, rainy game. Oh yeah, okay. Um, got it. Yeah, gross, but yeah, because it was U.S. played Canada in that. That's yeah, right. I'm trying to find the right word for her in terms of who she is overall for that team for just women's rugby in general, but also for England rugby specifically, just. Talus woman doesn't quite do it, but it's close. And then if somebody can give me a better word, please help me out because she deserves her. I mean, she deserves her own adjective, really. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like something akin to saint. Um, yeah. <laughs> Getting there. 
sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She performed, performed several miracles. Um, she, yeah, like no. Um, I, I agree. Everything you said. Yeah, just she's been great. All right, uh, let's go to the back three. The exciting, the really exciting part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's start with the wings. Um, I thought it was somewhat of a down year for wings. There are a couple that um, performed well at club levels and, and some that were, were decent in in, mm-hmm. in internationals. So again, I had to, um, but no, no, none of, again, none, none of the men stood out to me well, as far one, as I deserving. Two, I have two guys, but that's all right. Um, right. So, and I also wanted to, um, pay my respects to the women as much as the men on this one, yeah. and these two won a World Cup, being awesome. Uh, well, this one of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my eleven is is Portia Woodman. Okay, yeah, I had her in consideration, no doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, she was, in my 15, she was in my fifteen of the tournament, so yeah, yeah. I obviously recognize that she's she is who she is, and she's the the legend mm-hmm. that she is, but. It's oh yeah, it's just man. It's not there's no button there. It's just really mm-hmm. hard to another woman. It's really hard to describe what she does for New Zealand rugby, and we're gonna talk about another one in a bit. I bet um, <laughs> that's the same. And not only is she someone that can propel New Zealand rugby forward in general, like especially the women's game and the way she's played, the way she's carried herself as well, just so good. So mm-hmm. bloody good. And, well, here's our chance to talk about the other one because my 11 was none other than Ruby Tui. Yeah, she's my 14. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we talk about characters. And we talked about, like, Marla being a character and despite the fact that what he did with his pest yesterday, we won't get into that. But yeah. It does. It is a game that needs characters in order to grow and to become popular because people don't just want to watch a bunch of moves. Like, you know, I I can honestly say that if if I was ever in a position where I was a player in that was in any sort of limelight, I would not be the character that rugby needs. I know I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not that type. You know, on the field I can be a dick, and you could probably see me ready to punch someone's lights out, but. Other than that, like in interviews, I'd be the most boring motherfucker out there, without a doubt. Um, right. And then you have Ruby Tui, who just takes it to a whole no- whole new level as the person she is. And her book, mm-hmm. her book is very interesting. If you haven't read it, pick it up. I've it's not, very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, and it, like the the sing along after the uh, after the win, like who does that? Like in like, uh-huh. but that was her being overcome with the. She gets the moment too she like it's more than just the game it's more like because especially to most players she played that kind of physical game it's tiring it's mentally tiring mm-hmm. um not just physically so to have the just the awareness of the moment and um and the ability to, to work in a connection to fan like yes like how many um how many young girls will go will will take up rugby now because of what what she did there, just because right. of that, like fuck up the 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 rest of the World Cup, like just because of that one thing that will draw people in, and it's like because it is it brings them in, it brings everybody together, you know. There's nothing of the separation. Look what we did, like you know, not like fucking Salt Bay, 
um oh god grabbing the grabbing the world god. cup out of players hands what the fuck was that no this was uh this was inclusive not like uh making it about herself so really well done Ugh. Ugh. um yeah so yeah my 14 was um the young player of the year the breakout player of the year for the men it was Angie Caputo. Mm, yeah absolutely you know, and, and really <laughs> I'm putting him in here for the one moment against Wales where he just, or the one game against Wales, I yeah. should say, because he really just had a game. Right. I mean, what was it? Was it Adams gave him the, uh, um, yes. the medal afterwards? Yes. It's like, dude, this is yours. This isn't mine. Yeah. Why the hell <laughs> I'm wearing up. this? I haven't got a clue, yeah. but this right. is yours. Here, take it. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. It's hard to argue with it. And he's just, he's been, he, he's been a nice little injection for them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, it's he he will be a part of this Azuri renaissance that comes around here in probably the next two three years. You know, I don't think if it's I don't think it's gonna it, it won't peak yet. It won't peak in right. twenty three, but it'll peak soon. And he will be if I'm if I'm Italian rugby, I'm putting his face on every poster I can. I'm putting it everywhere. Right. You know? And I, you know, whatever you can do to get him a a, a shoe deal, that needs yeah. to go in there too. Like, yeah, I, it needs to be in there. Oh, this guy's like, oh, I'm watching. Sorry, I got Kansas versus Arkansas. I've got a bowl game on. Some receiver just got legally like just the type of tackle you want to see more of in in football. Wrecked as he <laughs> caught a pass, and he's he's literally like, oh, 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 he's laying on the field like shoulder right to the midsection, and he's you know nothing but fucking snot bubbles there he's he's trying to get his breath back it's uh you know you don't like to see guys get injured but you know good snot bit of pain like that yeah <laughs> sorry um i had to put that in there because especially because it was legal you don't see many hits like that in football so much appreciated mm. um 15 um i went with santi carreras love it mostly for what he did at Twickenham. But he also was a huge part of obviously what he did down down in New Zealand for their first one down there as well. Yep, that too. So yeah, between the two amazing. of them. And then he's obviously had a, a solid um, go with Gloucester. So between those yep. things, and you know, he's he's notable. So yep. he's not a 10 in my team, but he can play 15. And mm-hmm. thus, he is in my 15. But uh, So my, my 15 is someone who should get recognized a lot more than he does. Um. Because he's been a part of um, an Ireland team that's been you know massively turned around, and there's been a lot of attention paid to his wingers um, as being deadly. But Hugo Keenan is a fucking goose back there, mm, um, good. and doesn't I don't think he gets nearly enough credit because like he does I, he does more than Stewart, he does more than a lot of the other 15s that are out there, um, and he's always mm-hmm. deadly. He's always he's he's the one you know like yeah low. And and Mac Hansen and all those guys are getting um getting good runs, but just like I said earlier when we were talking about um about Fluler's try, Keenan does a lot of the the interconnects that maybe mm-hmm. you know either gets you know one or two touches, but like where you know he's he's part of the sandwich, right? He's like either yep. the, the one or the two as far as who's getting the touches. So right. um he, he's been there too. So he 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 gets a you know, he should get his, and I don't think he gets the love he deserves. No, so I'm giving him. He's quite good. He's quite good. I like him. I like him a lot. Um, 
So if I if I had to pick a super sub, it'd be Freddie Burns. <laughs> to your to your previous uh, mention with him for <laughs> the, that hit. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, guy deserves it. Anywho, uh, my super player... sub would be Arundel because just comes off the bench and scores right. tries. Yeah, <laughs> uh, player of the year, Vanderfleer. Mm, I went with Tui. I love that too. Good. I'm glad I we did with two different. And, yeah. I went with Tui. Yeah. Both had great years, unquestionably. Mm-hmm. Nobody could really deny it, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, your coach. Wayne Smith. Same. In that We all know what a huge fan of Wayne Smith I am. So <laughs> it just, you know, he, you could see it the way he just unlocked the players and, and the manner in which they wanted to he wanted them to play. And mm-hmm. DeMant benefited from, from it highly, I believe. Fleur benefited from it highly. Perini benefited from it highly. Yeah. You know, just the likes like, of those. That's what coaching like, and, and he doesn't get, he, he doesn't, he won't get, I mean, he will get a lot of credit for it, but it's like when you, it's one of those, like when you do a great job, no one notices what you've done. And like, I, f- I feel like, as you said, like he'd spent a lot of time figuring out, okay, who are my best players? Hey, what's that? You know, who do I have? That's good. Cause I want to play my best players. Shocking for a coach. Um, and the second question was, okay, how do I get them to play well yep. together? And what we don't and, and and get the most out of each player, each individual player. What can we do to get the most out of each individual player? And they did that. Like that's exactly what they did. And f- shock, they won. Like <laughs> <laughs> holy, like, you know, knock me over with a fucking feather. You take a really fucking talented team and you play to their skills. <laughs> Wow. Hell of, an, hell of an idea. Look at look at what might happen. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of silly. Yeah. But you know, it's one of those like it just takes someone with enough balls to do it. <laughs> yeah. Or like, or why, just like lack that... of like, I don't give a shit what anybody else is gonna say, you know. It's like right. uh, whatever. There's too much. Yeah, like why okay, spy on my practices. Also, what do I care? Like <laughs> black ferns were not anybody's favorite other than the fact that they were hosting because they have not had a good run up until the tournament started they really hadn't yeah so right but that was part of the process that was actually part they were trying different things they were trying different combinations it's one thing when you when you have a shitty run up to a world cup because you're using the same fucking players and doing the same stupid things over and over again mm-hmm. you're not just going to start switching around and be like okay well now i'm going to play the good players and play the right way Right. But when you're trying to do the right things and just changing things around a little bit, tweaking here and there, and it's not coming off, right? You get a little bit more of a of a of a you know buffer. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Let's uh let's rattle through what we can for the prem. We won't spend too much time on it. Um as we uh, Friday night, we'll start with Friday night over at the G Tech Irish and Series. As we alluded to before, series going back into their old, mm-hmm. old shell, as it were, right? And paying for it dearly. Yeah, I think it was like a trap game. You're playing the worst team in the league. You, whatever, just fucking play. And we'll, we'll win, and, or you know, just do the little things and get out with a win. Like they were playing not to lose. And shocker of, of all shockers, they lost. They lost. I mean, it was good to see a Sequay back. It really was. Um, but let's so let's. We'll turn our attention to the red cards, and then we'll and then we'll get on with it because I think I think most people can understand what happened in yeah. this game. It's not hard. Right. Um, let's talk about Coleman real quick because 
this is a guy that's seen read three times against Aries, and I think he's yep. he's seen at least read at least three times, and that's within the last year. That should be a huge, huge bell ring to everyone. Like it needs to be a huge red flag. Like, what the fuck is going on here? This is on the coaches, this is on him. Everybody in this situation needs to work harder to get him to not do this because that wasn't even close to not being a red card. And I think the one red card that he had that got rescinded was actually the one that he knocked himself out on. Yeah. So with that said, you know, they might, that might've just been more of a sympathy thing than uh than, you know, reality. Point being is you've seen red three times. That's not a mistake. Mm-hmm. That's a, that that's now a problem that you should have addressed if you haven't, if you haven't yet, which he clearly has not. So it's, yeah, and this is the type of shit that's trying to get the fuck out of the game. Like, mm-hmm. he was always high. I don't care how short or how tall Willie is. Like, you know, and you also talk about a guy that's got concussion issues on top of it. So it's like, fuck. You know, he, yeah, sorry. There was no mitigation. Always high, always in a bad spot. You're off. Game over. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really, really, really dumb. Right. Like, but dumb it, it, to a d- dumb level. Mm-hmm. Can't even understand. Yeah, so hopefully there's a, a long suspension in there for him. And, yeah, I haven't um, seen anything on it yet. Yeah, and it, it was yeah, it's just one of the and and for that alone, Sarius should have been like, okay, let's run on them. And what did they do? Who it felt like Irish had more players on the field. Sometimes it felt like it Sarius did. had the red card, right? Sometimes and what the how the how is that? You know, that's on that to me. That's on the coach, mm-hmm. not so much the players. What is he right. doing? Like, what are they? What is he he having them do? That they're like playing passive with, with with up a man, and it's like no, you just fucking attack, run on them, and whenever they did run on them, it worked well. They just didn't do it. They literally just put it didn't away. Didn't do it enough, yeah. It's like no, no, no. Let's box kick. Fuck box kicking. Just go win the win the game. Just yeah. win it. It's right there. Right. Like you're box kicking. You're trying. Oh, let's you know let's play. No, no. Don't the the time for box kicking is over on a red card. Fucking run on them, especially yeah. with a lock. You know, you open up that that position and like, you know, you're going to bring in somebody else. That means they're probably down a back or a loose forward, which means that's one tackle, one less tackler in the loose. They're they're going to bring in a lock to replace him because they have to for scrums. So the you've you've opened up the loose fucking use it. Yep. Didn't want to. Yeah, that's I, uh, un, un, no, not good. So on, on one hand for London Irish, I have to give him shit because you had Will Joseph, who was carrying something clearly coming into this match. He was heavily strapped. Um, and you go with a 6-2 split still. Like, you know you're probably going to have to pull this guy off early. Mm-hmm. The chances are very high. So you still go with a 6-2 split. On the other side of that, they were smart. And once um, Coleman got sent off, they brought on Rob Simmons for Faso, who was just a penalty machine. He was the best player on mm-hmm. series. <laughs> like, yes, he was. It was bad. You right. know, and I, if I'm a London Irish fan, and if there's any out there, please let me know your opinion on this. Faso needs to go like away. <laughs> Not been good since he started playing. You have I've seen Tom, him do a couple you, things, but you have Tom Pearson, you have Martin, yeah. you have one Martin Gonzalez, you have Rogerson, you have Basham, you have Cunningham South, who ends up getting the, the clincher. Like, yeah, how is how all is he these not... guys over that are not playing over him? And this right. is what he does. He that was a microcosm. That 15 minutes in which he gave away all those penalties, that is exactly who he's been for this club 90, 80% of the time. 
Right. Something like that. Not good. Not good. That's pretty much who he's going to be the majority. So I would be a little pissed if I was them. Um, and then the Earl red card was, was he trying to get his arm around it? I don't know. Uh, doesn't it doesn't matter? I thought he. I thought it was a. It was try. Like I thought if he hadn't dipped, he would have gotten his arm up. But I, whatever. It's yeah. It's a red. It's, it's a red. I'm fine with it because it, right. and ultimately, I want that type of contact out of the game. And yeah. it's it's hard, but at the same time, he like you know the guy was being like he did have the op- like Earl had the option to pull out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't. So like I'd rather him pull because the tackle was being made. It was done. He didn't have to go in and hit. So I'd rather take out that that unnecessary hit to save concussions and save people's brains. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I thought I what I didn't like was that wasn't there another one later in the game that was like exactly similar to it and the it was, a little was it similar, just a yellow? It was yellow. Yeah, it was a little. Yeah, similar, I'm like no, you got any? You need the consistency there. That's that's the one thing that I don't like. If you know when you set a standard, you have to abide by that standard, and that yeah. that should have been. You know, red, I'm I'm absolutely fine with Benero being red. The other one should have been too. Yep. Uh, let's go up to let's go up to Newcastle real quick. Mm-hmm. Fourteen points for sale, and that's kind of like where the gas came off for them. Yeah, really. Yeah, well, yeah. I I feel like it's a tough like. That's why I'm not I'm not that impressed by sale. This is a game where if you are like if you're number two in the standings. Um, you should be able to go into the tune and win. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, it, it it it's hard to do. I'm not saying not saying it's easy, but you like that's a that's a must win. That's an easy win. Yep. Like and and they they walked away without so they're just they're in that pretender category for me, and, and this is why. Yep. Um, I they're they're not that good. They should have they should have walked away with this. Um no. I'm disappointed in, in in Alex for this one too. Yep. Alex is getting yeah. a little bit of the McCall in him as well. Yeah, I think I feel that. like he should really just open it up a little bit more and would not advise, Alex. Would not advise. Yeah. And Bath and Exeter. Kind of the kind of the same situation, except they Exeter were able to hang on. Yeah. Um, it's exactly like like they, they won because it was at Sandy Park. So I will say this. If Exeter have been our, you know, our at one place start of the season, where they've gone in terms of variability is very small. Mm-hmm. Bath were very low. I think we can all admit that. And they've yeah. gone up and certainly they've gotten a nice boost from the, the Worcester guys, Ted Hill, Ollie Lawrence. Right. Um, and they're just but not they've ready still gone up. Right. They're not ready yet to win it. Standing no. Maybe, maybe if this was, you know, five or six weeks from now, they probably could have done it. Right. Um, if it's next year, yeah, I bet they do. Especially, well, especially with what's next year, or with with uh, all the the exit Russell, yeah. Exeter us. Um, yeah, also that Exeter losing a lot of a lot the, of players as well. I can't yeah. even say like the exit. <laughs> it sucks. Um, I don't know what you. Uh, yeah, it's, we gotta. It's, there's no unawkward way to cute that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not. <laughs> Exeter should have won this game by more than that. Um, if they were with the team that they purport to be. Yeah, I would say I would say if the, if this was week 1, then this mm-hmm. would be a shit show. Then and Exeter yeah. would have routed them because Bath were poor. Right. Uh, for the most part to start the year. Right. And Exeter were but Exeter probably not changed in terms of how good they are. They're about the same. Yeah. We'll see we'll see what happens this weekend. I mean, their main threat still Dave Ewers falling over 
plopping himself over the trial like, from two meters out. Like, yeah. okay, good. You can Everybody's do that every so often. Now. But... It's like, dude, he's doing nothing. He's doing nothing. Right. Cool. He's falling over the line from two feet away. Big deal. Right. I can do that. And it's right. nothing. It's, it's, yeah. And then let's go to Welford Road, Tigers and Gloucester. This was pretty bad from Gloucester, and Skivs even said so. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help when, you know, you, you have, first off, you have Johnny May out there who, I, did, I did, except for his, what, he fell over at the end. Got um, walking, yeah. Um, yeah, in garbage time. Good job. Um, like, you're not, that, that, he didn't really contribute anything. And then, no. Reese Samick gets hurt. Yep. And Santi had to come off too. And Santi had to come off. And that's like, well, that's it. That's it right there. Yeah. Those two, because you need those two, you, like, it's not easy to play at Welford Road. Lester Evans are... isn't going to help you. <laughs> right. Lloyd Evans is not going to help. will not be there for you. Um, it's just, it's not. Yeah, you're going to have to. Um, and they don't have the pack really to um, to run around Lester's defense, which is what you really need to do. So. Right. And Lester's centers are on form now. Yeah, so Porter and Kelly. Have fun. Yep. Yeah, Porter kind of struggled to start the game, but then he woke up. Right. Yeah, and, and he woke up big time. Yes, he did. <laughs> like, yes, he did. Took him like, oh, right, Prem. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, Dan Cole, you're kind of a moron. What am I supposed to do oh. on the no try on? I was like, you're well beyond the ruck, dude. Let him go. Let him go. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Right. Like, and also, right. you, you don't need to do that. The... Van Portfleet's got the, got the scoots to do that. Like, you don't need to do that. Right. He can do that on his own. Does not need yeah. your illegal help. Like, right. <laughs> come on, man. Like you had to, he absolutely knew what he was doing and yeah, come on. Uh, like you were, I'm he was sure off the rock. He wasn't involved in the rock and you just grab a leg. Like, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, someone's going to, you know, you're through the rock. Let him go stand up and right. start and go do your job. Like, don't right. give me that. But anyway, Lester performed well under mm-hmm. Wiggy and Hey, maybe this is, this is, this is a little bit better and maybe they start to, Turn over a little bit here. Yeah. Now they got Wigglesworth as a coach. Maybe things are looking up. Yeah. So they. <laughs> no, no, they, no they, disrespect they, to Bortho. He did a great fucking job. Yeah. Um, this is still his team right now. <laughs> like, yeah. It'll be oh, Wigglesworth. Yeah. No doubt. Right now it's just a temporary thing. Yeah. But so that's, um, I mean, hey, may, it, sometimes well. Good job you to start with a win. Yeah. You, and sometimes you get that, that new coach vibe and yeah. galvanizes you a little bit. Right. Especially when it's a guy you know. And yep. you played with, and you kind of get what he's cut, what he, and you know, he knows you. That's they, they miss it instant, you know, you, they trust him. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed. I would assume you know, the ones who trusted him from the start still trust, you know, trust him even more. And, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then let's go over to the stoop stoop from yesterday. Uh, <laughs> it was there for the Quins to win, but give Bristol credit, they've been kind of creeping towards this as. You know, the season's gone on. They're getting slowly getting better. They got a result uh, before mm-hmm. we went into Champions Cup break. And now they've gotten another big result away from mm-hmm. home at the stoop. Didn't score a thing in the second half, but right. still held firm. So, but that's the thing. Like, this is this is why I picked Bristol to to finish first at the outset of the year because this is what they're capable of. It's not in, yeah, Marcus Smith didn't play, but. Tomas Allen, a fucking cracker of a match. He's still, yeah, he's still good. So, don't take that away. They from played him. very well. This was, and Bristol sh- really, as you said, they shut him down. Like you know, mm-hmm. to hold that team to twelve points at home, no easy feat, and it wasn't yeah. a mistake. 
Um, they did a really, that was an excellent job by the Bristol defense. Um, especially the, the, what they, um, they prevented two tries, took away two tries mm-hmm. with the, uh, what, Ibitoye, yep. Dragon, um, uh, who's its foot DC. in the touch, cares, foot in yep. the touch. And then the, the um, the fucking tap tackle from AJ. Oh, the tap tackle from AJ. And Whiteley got there just and to with, get him to lose right, it. Just to get the ball out from Esther Hazen. You don't just do that either. Like that's, that, oh. That's no, yeah. That's something in your the... DNA as a not only as a person and a player, yeah. but also as a team. Like just right. no quit type of stuff, and especially when you're right there, you just gotta know that don't quit on it because uh, by all rights, Esther Hazen should have scored. Oh yeah, and he did. That's a, that is a try. That's a try, and yeah. they took it away. Like that's that's yeah, an excellent excellent defensive work because it's Absolutely. yeah, it's already on the board. Right. <laughs> Yeah, like, I would have said it. I was like, oh, um, that's it. That's the end. Yeah. And who knew, man? excellent, just excellent work. So, yeah. but yeah, that's that's the kind of the, of of you know, just like we were talking about, you know, Gloucester aren't quite ready to walk into Welford Road win. Bath mm-hmm. aren't quite ready to walk into Exeter and win. Sale aren't ready to walk into um, the Tune and win. Yeah. Saris can't sleepwalk <laughs> against London yeah. Irish. Like Bristol went into the stoop and and won that game so good yep. on them like that you know it's tough that, that's character that's, that's character right there really it is. is that's that's what we haven't seen from from pat lamb's squad in a little bit so that's looking up for them and it's yep. that's there for them too the 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 table is not yeah it's all over unfriendly. the place right now so good luck figuring that out by the end <laughs> yeah they are because bristol are have 21 points they are they're seven points they're in 10th and they're seven points from top four mm-hmm. Yep. So right. it, it's not, you know, game fucking on. Hang on to your seats, kids. Yeah. All right. Year in review for us here at T Fry. So we've we had a 40% increase in downloads, actually. Hmm. It's pretty damn good. Um wow. from compared to la- the uh 2121. 3.5 thousand downloads. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Thank you out there. Yeah. 3,500 downloads. Most of them, obviously, are registered to our good friends over in the UK. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And the second most being to our friends here in the US. So we appreciate you all. Uh, most do. most downloaded by far was the Six Nations Draft Special. So we have to thank our good friend George for jumping in on that and hanging out with us yep. there because I'm sure his push helped us with that one. Um <laughs> <laughs> and then the, so that's, the um, that I, that's the one that i that's the one that i talked least right yeah because you you were <laughs> stuck between me and george maybe we need to do that more often uh, that was the shit. most downloaded you say okay yeah oh no <laughs> you know what that was the prem which was also that was the prem oh, that, that was, was the third prem. most okay. that was okay. third most <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so in all you know we have we're creeping up on nine thousand downloads here it's pretty awesome all right um but in all, and then we started our Patreon this year, and we uh, we th- we very 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 much appreciate our patrons for thank you so their much support yeah. and their and their you know their interaction and their engagement and it's it really means the world to us so we appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, but in all, this has been a, a wonderful year for Ben and myself, and mm-hmm. it is and only we because didn't even we, mention the London trip, although we did earlier. But yeah, um, holy shit! But uh, yeah, that, that factor that into. Mm-hmm. it doesn't get better yeah so um 
Yeah, it's only as good as you all make it. So when we have a great year, the only people that we have to thank is you guys. And Seriously, we really appreciate you, you all. Listening. Yeah. yeah. We, you know, we talked about it several times before, you know, people ask, well, why, what is this podcast about? Well, I want to talk rugby with someone. Right. And Ben does too. So we just hit record <laughs> and go for it. Right. And we have a obviously bit of a... we lose our way sometimes. <laughs> There's no doubt do. about that. <laughs> but at least it's organic. We don't, you know, we're not like try. Yeah. We're, we're not. I, I like that. We don't have still don't have hot takes just to have hot takes. I, if we have hot takes, it's because we honestly feel them that way. We're not yeah. trying to stir up any no. controversy or shit. It's just, this is, this is how I see it. So, right. And I, I, you know, I, I do, I hope that the kind of true neutral approach is helpful for people out there. You know, not always true neutral, but, you know, we don't get ability. the ins and outs of the, the politics of the Prem and shit like that. We just, or, you know, or world rugby. It's just, this is what we see. This is what we, you know, are, yeah. are taking from it. Certainly the benefit of being where we are over here in the U.S. Right. But yeah, we, we really appreciate you all. Um, Special thanks to obviously George and special mm-hmm. thanks to the, the to Carrick and special mm-hmm. thanks to our, our patrons and special thanks thanks to uh both divisions of the Champions League and, and what they do and their mm-hmm. and all their engagement and how much um that really seeing that those two leagues um spin up and do well is, and you know we're we're top on FRD for eight team leagues in the Prem for both those two leagues are plus the keepers league. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty fucking awesome, if you ask me. So I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying that. So we appreciate you all. Um, so we're we're gonna hop over to the fancy corner in a little bit here. If you're coming over there, we'll see you there. If not, um, once again, we really really appreciate appreciate you all. Um, enjoy your new year. Please be safe. Don't do mm-hmm. nothing too stupid. Have right. a have a wee bit of fun. Um, Make sure we'll, we get you get to download us next year too. Yeah, don't forget that part too. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like don't do anything. Your, yeah, no, we need your body it. so you can hit download. Yeah. <laughs> Stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, if you're not joining us on the fantasy corner, um, we appreciate you, and we hope you have a safe new year, a happy new year, and we will see you all in 2023. Have a good one, folks. Later. Cheers.